Welcome to the Health Coach Nation podcast. My name is Haley Rowe. I'm a sales and marketing coach and strategist for health coaches, life coaches, and wellness professionals who want to become a leader in their field by building their online community, rocking their sales process, and finally feeling confident about how they promote themselves and their marketing. On this show, we talk about tips to grow your business, save yourself time, and finally be able to create a sustainable, profitable business. Let's get into it. Today's podcast is brought to you by the Zero to Hero Coach Program. This is my four-month program teaching coaches and online service providers how to grow your online business, book clients consistently, overcome your sales fears, and finally rock your social media visibility. If you struggle to create a sustainable coaching business, this program is for you. Check out HaleyRowe.com and book your free strategy call with my team or myself today. Thank you. Hello, today we're going to talk about how to position yourself to win in the coaching industry. For those of you who don't know me, I am Haley, the founder of the Health Coach Nation Facebook group, business coach for online coaches and consultants, and the founder of Power Player Marketing Services, where we help you amplify your influence, authority, and reach online so that you can convert more sales. And as somebody who's been in this industry since the early days, I started very young. I had to get legal guardians to sign my paperwork so that I could get all my certifications and get an LLC and all the things in 2010. I have seen the industry change. I've worked with many people in the industry. I've talked to hundreds of coaches and I've realized that I don't think everybody has what it takes to succeed in this industry in the beginning. I think it's something you have to morph into. You have to become the kind of person who can succeed in this industry. And it is a process. It is a process and it's something where you have to change your mindset. You have to become a business owner and um, you have to really put yourself out there. And so what I wanted to do today is talk about how to position yourself to win in this industry because I think so many people um, feel like if I just had the magic bullet strategy or if I just had the right coach or if I just had XYZ that's outside of them, that they would be successful. And I really believe it has to start with you and it's your it's ultimately about taking responsibility of what you are going to embody and, and how you're gonna put yourself out there and being brave and bold. And so I wanted to share a couple tips um, for you based on what I've seen of clients who are wildly successful that I've worked with and what I've had to go through um, to face my ceilings that I've put on myself. So the first tip is you are never going to plan your way to perfection. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because if you wanna position yourself to win in this business, it's not always going to be smooth sailing and it's gonna be messy and you're not gonna know if something's gonna work until you actually do it. And I know so many of you want to avoid wasted effort because you're like, I don't want to try doing something and spend a lot of time on it or spend money on something, heaven forbid, and then it not work. And I'm here to tell you that 
If you come at your business from that mindset, not wanting to get your hands messy, not wanting to try things unless you are 1000% positive that it's going to work, you will never make any moves in your business, you will never learn anything in your business, and you will stay very stagnant. That is a guaranteed way to fail. So what you have to be willing to do is try things and actually have them uh, get the data and learn from it and adapt it and refine it and optimize it, etc. And know if a marketing company tells you that you know <clears throat> there is only one thing you need to be doing for marketing and there's only you know this is the best way. I actually really think that is a sign to run away because it's not just about doing one thing or finding the magic bullet or finding the secret. It's about doing a combination of things that pay off over time. And so you're never going to be able to pick one thing and plan it into perfection and then do it and then just see it like, you know, overnight success. You are going to have to get messy and you're going to have to try things and learn things. And one of the things that I wanted to share with you <clears throat> is that planning gives us comfort. It gives us this like security blanket, like I have my plan. So that's, that's kind of like, now I feel entitled for it all to work. And what I wanna tell you is, yes, having a plan is smart. Yes, taking calculated risks, not just random risks, is smart. But uh, at the end of the day, you are going to have to execute the plan and, and be able to make it, a, a, adaptations and things like that and something that's made me so able to adapt to change is having a marketing business because social media changes all the time client uh, you know client what works for clients has changed over time and it's been my best test in learning how to adapt with change and pivot and you know adapt to the algorithms and all the things so I just want to let you know that like if you're gonna be that stagnant and need a plan as your security blanket to move forward, it's gonna be really hard for you to succeed in this business. Have a plan, start doing it, be willing to adapt, and go from there. And one of the, I'll give you a recent example. I have a client who has been inundated with the information that you always have to do live launches. And she just thought, you know what, I have to keep doing these Facebook Lives, it's the only thing that works or I'd like to think that, you know, there's other things to do, but I haven't found anything yet. And we did some lead generation with her. And she was like, I want this to be my last live launch because I'm so tired. <laughs> she was burnt out. And she wanted to just be evergreen, be open all the time. And a lot of coaches are against that. A lot of coaches are really heavily promoting live launches. And I feel, I personally am a big fan of, you know, many different things and I've done live launches but I've also been evergreen and um, so we did lead gen with her and we did a trial because again going back to planning not planning perfection we we said you know what we need to see if this is gonna work specifically for you and we did a trial period and she was able to um, you know book a client high ticket and learn from the experience and say okay I don't need to do live launches anymore. I can just be booking calls, making offers, etc. And so the point I'm trying to make here is that you can um, you can adapt. You don't need to do what everybody's saying that you need to do with a perfect plan. You can get started now and start making offers and actually start talking to people and it's a lot 
it can be a lot simpler than you think. Um, the But the thing is, a lot of people never do that because they want to do this big, huge social media live launch thing and they want to avoid having to actually talk to people or having to hop on a call or like getting to know someone and, and that kind of thing. And so then they make this a really big thing that exhausts them and is hard and isn't even working for them because they don't have a huge amount of traffic or they had no strategy for traffic coming into it and then it flops. So my whole point is let's start with where you're at and let's get messy and let's get in the game and learn and grow and you're gonna move a lot faster than if you're planning this perfect thing and yada yada. Okay, next tip is you don't have to get it all right, you just have to get it going. And I think that's a quote from Stu McLaren maybe. Um, and I, the reason why I like that quote is because again, if you wanna position yourself to win in this industry, you have to actually start and you have to be brave and you have to be bold and you have to put yourself out there. And I had um, a client who was launching a um, course and she was very excited about it and she was a little nervous to launch it because she was still wrapping up. She was a full-time job, full-time day job, trying to transition into her full-time coaching business. And she was still wrapping up some of the materials towards the end of the course. It wasn't fully ready before her launch. And so, um, but she did it anyways, because again, you don't have to get it all right. You just have to get it going. And actually it ended up working to her advantage because the group was able to say what they wanted and she was able to create what they actually needed versus creating something she thought they would need and then they didn't end up needing it. And so she created what was right for them, what they wanted, what was in demand, and what happened after, because she was open to doing something messy, they asked for more time. They asked for a membership from her after the course. And now she has a business model where you take her course, her intro course, and then you go into her membership. And she had seven people sign up for her membership the very first time she even launched it. It was brand new, uh, just because they loved working with her. They loved her authenticity. They loved that she cared. She really listened to their feedback. So it just goes to show that when you are listening to your audience, when you're adapting and, and you know, um, getting things moving for, with your clients, you will see the rewards of that. And then the other thing I wanted to mention is there's more than one type of ROI. So if you wanna position yourself to win in this industry, you have assets, right? You have whatever your framework is for coaching, like what your method is or what your program is, your signature program, that's an asset. You have um, your charisma and your people skills. You have your um, maybe your email list, that's an asset. You have followers on social media, that's an asset. And so when you're thinking about how can I uh, maybe I don't have a huge budget yet, or maybe I don't have a lot of time to focus on my business, or maybe I don't know the right people yet. Think about what you do have. What are the assets you have available to you that you can be leveraging or um, bartering or whatever you need, you need to do to get yourself moving? Think about that. And I also want you to think when you're working with others, there's more than one type of ROI. So a lot of people think it's just if you work with me, the ROI better be money in my pocket. And I would say that obviously that is something to look at in your financials every quarter. Um, 
But I also want to remind you that things compound over time. So for example, before I did lead LinkedIn uh, lead generation services, I um, was a, I, I, before I did it for my clients, I was doing it for myself. And when I was doing it for myself, what I saw was, even if I didn't make the exact investment back in one month, over a quarter, it more than paid for itself on a month, monthly basis. So because things compound over time. And then when I started to refine it and, you know, really leverage it and answer my messages and stuff, it got, it, I was seeing the ROI on a monthly basis. But my point is, if I would have said in one month, oh my God, one, one month didn't work out, it's a waste of money, I would have missed out on all of the clients who I've now worked with as a result of LinkedIn lead gen, which is thousands and thousands of dollars. So the point is you have to be willing to be somebody who understands that there's more than one type of ROI. Same thing with your clients. Your clients are coming to you not just for, um, you know, because they want to achieve a certain goal. They also want your support. They also want your um, account of, you know, keeping them accountable, that kind of thing. So when, when you're working with someone, whether it's in your own business or you're hiring somebody, understand that there's more than one type of ROI. And if you are impatient or you think it's been one week and I don't see the harvest of my seeds yet, you're going to really struggle in this business because you're just like being conditional and it's going to be really hard for you. So keep that in mind. It pays off, but you have to plant the seeds. You have to water the seeds. You have to keep growing the seeds. And then the last thing is getting good at making offers. So this is a huge thing. If you want to position yourself to win in the coaching industry, you have got to get really good at making offers. And what I mean by this is I talk to so many coaches who say, I do health coaching. I do mindset coaching. I offer work-life balance. I help people relieve stress, etc., etc." And you are a commodity when you say that because everybody says that. You have to focus on how can I make a killer offer that people actually want that I can boldly stand behind. I can provide a framework or equation or a, some kind of signature thing that helps me not just be a coach in a land of coaches, but helps me actually make an offer or solution that people can grasp, that people wanna pay for, and that is um, something that's focused and narrow and I can really kill it at that and then I can, I can expand and do other offers. But in order to get a really good killer offer, you gotta not just ask your coach and you gotta not just ask yourself and what sounds good, you have to put it out there and test it and have no's to learn from why it's not succeeding to learn what about the offer they're not getting. And that takes a lot of courage because you, you know, getting no's is painful and a lot of people aren't willing to put themselves out there and they wanna hide and they don't wanna hear no and so they stay stagnant and that's their choice. But if you wanna be successful in this industry, you have to make really good offers on repeat to many people who are the right people at the right time consistently. So. The last thing I wanna leave you with is stop hiding. So if you are hiding because you're afraid of getting criticized or you're afraid of you know, looking weird or you're overthinking your strategy and you're not, therefore you're paralyzed and you're not doing anything, 
remember at the end of the day, it's about talking to people. And I, a lot of people are really against like, you know, connecting with people, welcoming your new, like for example, I'm a huge proponent of when you get a new Instagram follower, welcome them, say hello, introduce yourself, like send a DM and welcome them to your page and say like, thanks for the follow, would love to hear more about you, that kind of thing. And a lot of people are against that. And I completely disagree because I think that if you are a coach and you're, especially if you're leveraging organic marketing, talking to people is where it's at. Connecting directly with your audience and learning from them is where it's at. Offering them solutions of value is where it's at. And you can scale your offer by doing things like ads. But to me, in the beginning, what's better? Sticking an ad in someone's face or actually making somebody feel recognized and special individually, one-on-one, -on -one, and starting to grow your business that way until you know what really works with that audience. And then you can scale that with ads, for example. So don't be afraid to talk to people. And not everybody's gonna wanna hear from you and that's fine and you just end the conversation. But some people will be thankful actually that you reached out because they, they're so busy and there's so much noise. I've had so many people be like, oh, thanks for noticing me. Like, think, oh, I didn't know you did that. Thanks for telling me that. I was actually looking for somebody who did X, Y, and Z. So to me, I think that's valuable. I think that's of service. I think that's your responsibility. Um, especially if you stand behind what you do and you believe in it. If you're like, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm a burden. I feel like my offer is a burden. I feel like I'm annoying. Then of course you're not gonna wanna talk to people and put yourself out there. Um, so that is the work you need to do first before you, uh, you know, start putting yourself out there. So if you struggle with these things, let me know because I think this is one of the biggest uh, topics or mindset and people, the way that people expect or feel entitled to immediately, you know, seeing instant gratification is the reason why so many entrepreneurs fail. So if that's you or if you are not sure what you should be doing in your business or you struggle with that, just go ahead and comment free clarity call in the comments and we will be in touch with you. And in the meantime, I have so many free resources on the Health Coach Nation podcast, in this Facebook group, whatnot, so always feel free to check those out. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Have an awesome night. Thanks for watching. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And if you liked it and want to reserve your very own free sales audit, go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to book your very own free sales audit. On the call, we'll talk more about the common concerns you get from your ideal clients, how to overcome those concerns, how to coach through objections, how to change your mindset around sales and improve your sales process so you can be closing and converting more clients. I can't wait to connect with you and go to HaleyRowe.com slash strategy hyphen call to take the first step. Thanks so much. Have a good day.